0: God is good and He's on our side. I'll tell you a little humor this morning. I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, it's getting harder for me to see this, to, to see what I'm writing. He said, write bigger. <laughs> okay. Man. So I wrote bigger. <laughs> see, God can answer every question. And he's yeah. good. Our sermon this morning is The Christian Race. And I have some scriptures to hand out so that you can go, go when you go home, you can look it up and you'll remember what the, what the sermon was about. Amen. We need all the help we can get. Amen. <laughs> God wants to help us. The Christian Race. You become a believer, we enter into a race, every single one of us, whether we realize it or not. run for different reasons. Some people run to get to something. While others run to get away from something. Perhaps some of you are runners. You might be running for health reasons. Or to lose weight. Or to get in shape. You just might like to run. Or Gump ran for a reason. Professional athletes run to win a prize. Or a trophy. Or both. When I think about the athletes, it reminds me of the letter Paul had written to the Corinthians. In his letter, Paul compares the Christian life to a race, and Christians to athletes who, if they want to experience the ecstasy of victory, will have to endure the agony of training for and running the race. See, things don't come easy for us. We have to train. Amen. Through obedience, we have to feed our bodies into subjection Amen. to comply with the Word of God. Amen. It's a constant battle. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 through 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 through 27. When you have your place, you can say amen. Amen. Okay. Do you not know, verse 24, do you not know that those who run in a race all run one receives the prize. Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run thus Not with uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Know who your God is. Know how much your God loves you. Know the things that God wants to do in your life. Know all the promises that God had promised you. Get excited for God. Know why you're running. Thus I fight. Not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body. And bring it into subjection. At least when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Amen. Amen. So we have to feed our bodies into subjection. Amen. Sometimes you don't might not feel like praying, but we have to kneel down and pray to the Father. Amen. Sometimes you might not feel like giving, but we have to. Amen. Give out of faith, yes. trusting the Lord. Yes. The Bible says that we have to make our bodies obedient. Yes. That's each and every one of our job. If like I tell you, when I, if I get angry with somebody, and, and I have the Word in me, and the Lord brings to my memory things that have helped me get over that anger, and, and I can, I can walk as a child of the living Amen. God, because He floods me with the, the, the with the verses that I need. Amen. It brings to my remembrance those things that I need that guide my footsteps, that Lord. watches over me, Amen. so that, Amen. I, that he can bless me, Amen. so that He, I can do the things that are pleasing to my God. Yes. Amen? So we have to feed our bodies into subjection. Be obedient to the Lord. Paul reminds the Corinthians that those who run in a race, all run but one receives the prize. then paul lays out four principles that if it that if followed will guarantee the believer a victorious race and that's what we each and every one of us want in our lives we want our prayers answered and we pray for somebody we want them healed we want him blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The first principle Paul laid out was to run in such a way that you may obtain the prize. Amen. What is Paul saying in, this, in his statement? Paul is saying, when you run, make sure that you are not running in vain. In other words, make sure that you're running is producing the desired results. In other words, what's pleasing to God? Am I doing those things that are pleasing my God? Am I doing those things that are according to the Word of God? Amen. And the desired result is to win the prize. Amen. That's why we run. Let's read Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. But I want to go back one minute for, go back to, uh, let's go back to 1 Corinthians nine, twenty-four, twenty-seven, 27 real quick. Nine twenty-four, twenty-seven. Anybody have it? Okay. Okay, let's stop the verse I was looking for. Let's go to Hebrews, chapter 12 verse 1 through 3. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. Okay. Say amen when you have your place. Amen. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the Father of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. Least you become weary and discouraged in your souls. And let's go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 8. It's going to tell us what Jesus did. Philippians 2, verse 8. When you have your place, say amen. And this is speaking about Jesus. more than a humbled heart Amen. than a humble person yes. we need to learn how to humble ourselves Amen. before the Lord and that means we put our pride aside uh, and uh, we put our, we put everything aside and we humble ourselves Jesus came as a man and he had all this superpower but he didn't use it Amen. for his own shelf for his own good Amen. but he humbled himself Of the mighty hand of the living Father. Amen? Amen? We need to do those things that are pleasing to the Lord. Amen. In Hebrews, Paul speaks about three essential ways that an athlete or believer should run if they want to be successful. One, run with endurance. That means stay for the long haul. You know, it's easy. It's always easy to start a race, and you might be there halfway through the race. But when you're going around, when you're getting around, coming around, heading toward the finish, you lose steam. You give up. You set it aside. You lose faith. We need endurance. We need to endorse and trust the Word of God, yes. Amen. no matter if the situation says otherwise. Yes. My God said this, I'm standing on this, I'm walking in faith, I'm believing what God said. Yes. I'm not looking at my circumstances, yes. I'm not believing my circumstances, yes. but the Word of God said that I'll be victorious yes. if I do what? Endure, Endure. stay, Hallelujah. stay the courts, yes. finish the race. Yes. Hallelujah. We get halfway around the track, and we're tired, and we're ready to give up. Amen. Is Amen. It, what's more important? Being with the Lord, Amen. receiving eternal life, Amen. receiving the crown of righteousness. Amen. Endurance. Amen. Every Christian needs endurance. Yes. Because if you say you're a Christian, if you say you have love, if you say, I give generously, you're going to be tested. Amen. Oh, yes. You're going to give an account for what you're saying. Amen. And you're going to be tested. God's going to give you an opportunity to say, to show that you, who you say you Hallelujah. are. Amen. Yes, He and is. it happens every single Hallelujah. day. Every day. Every day. Hallelujah. So you need to be careful what you say. Amen. Because God to give you an opportunity. Yes, He is. I say, okay. I, you're loving. And he'll put the most <laughs> unloving person ah, in your man. path. Thank you, Amen. And I can testify to that because we laugh about it now, but me and my boss, we had a new boss and we just, we fight like cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. And because all my other bosses let me have the run, I do what I thought was necessary. Mm-hmm. And he oversees me and he overrides me and he watches me and there was a problem. So you know, but we worked our way out. Now we sit down, we laugh about it, and I tell him, I tell my congregation that you're my pharaoh. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, "You do not." I said, "Yes, I do." So we're teaching each other. So, and he's a good man. He has a good heart. But you see, when you're when you're used to doing things your way for so long, and then you say you're a Christian, God's going to put something in your path that's going to test you. And believe me, I had to pray and, and and cry and read the word and say, Oh Lord, what is you know, what's going on? <clears throat> but I don't I don't hide anything from it, I tell them. So I always speak about you to my congregation. Just that I hope it's good I, sometimes it is. <laughs> but we all have a Pharaoh. Amen. And and if you don't know about Pharaoh, the old Pharaoh knew everything about Joseph and Joseph was well. Liked by the pharaoh, he ran the whole kingdom. And then, and then, uh, when when Joseph died, another pharaoh came that didn't know God, and he didn't know the people. He, he took them and put them in bondage. Yes. So sometimes we have to go through hard times and situations, but God will give you an opportunity to prove who you say you are. We need to be, and that's what we need endurance, yes. so we can stand. We can stand the test. Amen. Amen. And that's what it is. It's a test. Any runner who competes for a race must exercise self-control. We've got to control every aspect of our life. Our emotions. It's so important that we control our emotions. Don't let our emotions control us. You know, sometimes people say things that they normally wouldn't say, but it's out of emotion. And that's one of the biggest problems for Christians, is to control their emotion. Jesus speaks about it in the Bible. He says, uh, you do these things for lack of emotion, for lack of control. We need to control ourselves. And the Lord, we can pray, and the Lord can help us do that. And it says, without it... You will fail in your attempt to win because you're running, you're moving by emotion and not by the word of God. You fail in your attempt to win the race. Champions are not born. Champions, nor are they champions because of their size or their strength. They become champions. because they exercise self-control. Remember David who defeated the giant? He wasn't big or strong. Yet he was God's champion. If you too want to be God's champion then you need (coughs) self-control. Staying power. stamina, And a determined mind. No matter what the situation looks like. I'm serving my God. I'm living for my God. Two. Run the race that is set before you. We have to run our race. God has given every believer a race or a course to run. I cannot run your race nor can you run my race. We all have to run our own race given to us by God. And your your race might be easier than somebody else. Somebody else's race might be harder than your race. But we all have our own race from God that we have to run. Noah's race, of course, was the ark. His race wasn't easy. You go out and try to build an ark in the middle of a desert. And no water. And it hasn't rained in, in 200 years. And see what you have to go through. See what you have to put up with. It's not, any race is not easy. If you're obeying God and if you're following God's plan probably ridiculed Noah but he stuck to the past. He built the ark anyway. That's why we're here today. Because of obedience. Because of obedience to the word. And he put all the all those around him aside and said I'm going to be obedient to what God tells me. That's the number one thing. You can't let man scare you chase you away from being obedient to God's will. Abraham's course was the circumcision of the flesh. Mm -hmm. His course wasn't easy. (coughs) Moses' course was the Ten Commandments. And again, he didn't have an easy course. they fought him every single step of the way. He went up to get a blessing from God and as he was gone the people was partying. And they set up another God. The congregation went wild and they set up another God that they wanted to serve. So no course is easy. Our course is to have faith in Jesus. Amen. The cross given to Jesus was the cross. Amen. The prize was, and still is, eternal life to those who finish their race. Amen. And you tell me, what's, what is on this earth that's more important than eternal life? You, you see them the movies where these billionaires and whatever you want to call them, and they'll pay any amount to get eternal life. Mm-hmm. They'll pay any amount of money for eternal life. And all they really need to do is turn their life over to Jesus. Amen. Amen? Amen. You see, they can't. They don't want to do that. They they're looking here and they're looking there. Mm-hmm. Oh, what can I do? How can I get eternal life? They have these things now where they put your body in these tubes and they're supposed to be preserved so that you can bring them back and and when the when the care for whatever they had comes up -hmm. all they had to do was turn their life over to jesus you see they don't they have no security they don't know where they're going we know where we're going because we put our faith in in the Word. we have eternal life and the only thing it costs us is faith in the lord receiving jesus as our personal savior Amen? amen holding on to their faith even until the end. The Christian's race do not become weary or discouraged. In any race it is easy to become discouraged. Paul and his race faced a lot of discouragement moments. As runners we need to remember that they are only moments. They will pass. What kept Paul from becoming weary? He stayed focused on the prize. And why he was running. Never forget why you're running. Never take your eyes off the prize. Eternal life. Paul said. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul was running to receive an imperishable crown. Paul's second principle, he says, that everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. As runners for Christ, we must exercise self-restraint in every situation so that we can walk away from the things that are contrary to the Word of God. And Amen. Amen. Paul's third principle, he said, run not with uncertainty. There's a reason why we run. There's a reason why we say we're Christian. Forrest Gump in the movie knew why he was running. To survive. Forrest ran to get away from those things that were threatening his life. There's a lot of folks in the world that call themselves Christian. Yet because of doubt they live like there is no God. They believe in God they just don't believe that they have to obey Him. Any kind of doubt hesitation or uncertainty in a runner or believer's life will slow him or her down. Mm -hmm. Doubt will keep you from reaching God's intended finish line. As runners or believers, we have to live our lives like that of Joseph. Every time sin or temptation presented itself to Joseph, he would ask his heart a question. How could I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Every sin we commit is against God. Man didn't tell us not to steal, God did. Man didn't tell us not to murder, uh, God did. did. Amen. So God commanded us to do these things. So every sin is a sin against God. Even if we think we're doing it to one another, we're doing it to God. He tells us that in His Word. When we are faced with doubt and temptation. We need to ask our hearts the same question. Any sin, no matter how small, is a sin against God. In Paul's fourth principle, he said, as runners or believers, we must (coughs) discipline our bodies. Any professional athlete knows the rewards of a disciplined body. And Renee could probably tell us that through Keith, who wrestles. I'm sure he must go through a lot to discipline his body. Mm -hmm. But we need that discipline if we expect to win. Mm -hmm. They know that if they are to have any shot at the title, they must bring their body into subjection. In other words, They must learn how to rule their own bodies. Your emotions, your feelings. Forrest Gump had to learn quickly how to rule his body. Because of discipline, Forrest outran a speeding pickup truck. It's in the movie. (laughs) Don't Don't look at it, it's in the movie said, I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Paul is saying that if we do not learn how to rule our own bodies, our tongues, our desires, our emotions, at least when we have preached to others, we ourselves become disqualified because we do the same things. That we are telling them not to do that they may receive salvation paul said anyone who competes in athletes he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules everyone who competes for the prize must follow the rules set forth by God. No runner or believer can add or subtract from God's rule book. And and expect to win the prize. In, In closing, let's just look at some of the rules in God's rule book. Let's read 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 through 16. One Timothy when you have it. One Timothy chapter four verse one through sixteen. Everybody have their place? 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 through 16. (coughs) Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with their hot arms, Mm -hmm. forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good. For every creature of God is good. And nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer if you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ. Yes. Nourished in the words of faith mm-hmm. and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed. But reject profane and old wise fables and exercise yourselves toward godliness. Amen. For, bold, for bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promises of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptance, for to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. These things command and teach, that no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhorting, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, for the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. There is that word meditate. Meditate on these things. Then the, then the word says, give yourself entirely to them, mm-hmm. that your progress may be evident to all. Amen. So he's telling us that we need to meditate on God's word. Amen. We need to meditate on what God's telling us. Yes. We need to meditate on what God's promising us. Yes. And what we need to do to receive God's promises. Amen. And we begin by meditating on the word. Take heed to yourselves and to the doctrine. continue in them, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you, and let's read uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 1 through 21, when you have your place you may say amen. As many bondservants as are under the yoke, count their own master worthy of all honor. i to read that again. The Lord's our master. Let as many bond servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor. Sometimes Jesus, the Lord says, If I'm God, where's my honor? so that the name of God and his doctrine may not be blasphemed. And those who have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather serve them because those who are benefited are believers and beloved. Teach and exhort these things. Anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness. He is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments Mm -hmm. over words, from which come envy, strife, revealing, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men, of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth. who suppose that godliness is a means of gain, Amen. from such withdraw yourself. Amen. Now godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, Thank you. and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Amen. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts, which draw men into destruction and perdition. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate that you keep this commandment without spot, blameless, until our Lord Jesus Christ appears which he will manifest in his own time. And he who is, and he who is the blessed and only potent, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who alone has immortality dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power. Amen. Command thee, command those who are rich in this present age, not to be haughty nor to trust in uncertain certain riches, mm-hmm. but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Let them do good that they may be rich in good works, mm-hmm. ready to give, willing to share, mm-hmm. storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay hold eternal life. O Timothy, guard what was committed to your trust. avoiding the profane and idle babblings Mm -hmm. and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. By professing it, some have strayed concerning the faith. Mm -hmm. Grace be with you. Amen. 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 Paul said if we follow the rules that we've just read that we can expect these results. Let's read 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 8. 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 8. Are you have their place? I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, and His appearing in His kingdom. Mm-hmm. Preach the word, be ready in season mm-hmm. and out of season, mm-hmm. convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, yeah. But according to their own desires, because mm-hmm. they have itchy ears, mm-hmm. they will heap up for themselves teachers. Mm-hmm. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to favor. But you be watchful in all things. Endure affliction. Mm-hmm. Do the work of an evangelist. Yes. Fulfill your ministry. Mm-hmm. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. We keep our eyes focused on the prize, and that's the righteous crown, eternal life. Amen. 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 I hope this message has blessed you. God is good. He's on our side. He wants us to live a victorious life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I I got one more to go, and then we're done. A little addition. (laughs) Paul received the prize. The crown of life. This is what Paul was running for. Know why we're running. Know why we say we're Christian. Every runner or believer running today has to answer a question. What is more important? The things in this life or the things that are promised in the coming life. Jesus asked the same question like this, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Run your race to win. May God bless you. Now we're done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the word. Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. Discipline our fathers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. At this time, we will open the altar if anyone wants to come forward for prayer. Thank you, You
1: may do so.